0: Welcome back to the Padang Sessions. In this episode, artist Chiu Chai Hyang shares his personal connections to the social and cultural narratives of the Singapore River and how this deep bond with his homeland has influenced his art practice.
1: So today, I would sort of uh, talk about my Singapore River story. In the article, there's many, many other sort of incidents that I didn't actually um, mention it, and one of the very, very uh, interesting one, for me anyway, was... uh, when Cecily and I came back from Rome and after not seeing, you know, my family for for many years, my sister went to the airport and we were taken to Singapore River to have dinner, I think more like supper. And uh, before we even sat down, there was a chef in full gear with hat, uniform, everything, came out from the kitchen of one of the store and was chasing after a customer. So after that, I thought, hmm, I have to be careful about uh, coming to Singapore River from now on. I'd like to start my Singapore River story with this image. how many of you knows this place? It's the old National Library, and before it was put down, and that was you know was used for staging many many exhibitions. This is, uh, I'm a uh, gateway. Over the years. Um, every time I come back uh, to Singapore, there's always new buildings, you know, sort of, uh, that I've never seen before. And one of those buildings that really caught my eyes is this one. But um, I always manage only to look at this from the street level, and it was, only when uh, Constance Shears, one of the early curators for uh, for the National Museum Art Gallery, uh, invited me to submit a proposal for the new library building, that for the first time I went up with with uh, a group of architects and, you know, uh, the library sort of staff on a caged lift that you see on building sites to, I, I can't remember what level. And that is, was the first time I was able to look at this building from a lot higher than the street level. So I asked the architect when this building, uh, you know, finished, are we going to be able to look at the view just like the way that we look at it now? And you show me, yes. So to cut the story short, I then started to working, uh, to to work on, on this project. And my proposal actually uh, consists of several components. One is to stage uh, sort of happenings and engage uh, workers. And I think uh, the idea then was to see if I could still find those uh, san shui, uh, women, you know, the very rugged and very strong women that you, 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 uh, we used to see on working sites to actually carry the rubbles from the old library on foot and then come, walked all the way to the new library and, uh, and done the rubble into the two what I call half beams so that the event will be documented. So that if, if the proposal was accepted, they will actually have uh, a documentation in film of the, how the rubbles were moved from the old library to the new library. And in the course of uh, working on this, I received many, many, help from fellow artists and friends. For instance, um, uh, Chua Bun Ki uh, was very kind to sort of uh, advise me about uh, specification of material that I should use. And I also had to measure their largest cargo lift, that they are going to install for the new building so that when the bins are made, they fit in to the lift to go up. So to cut the story short, it's not an easy undertaking and I, I really enjoy working on it. As you can see that the, 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 two, the bins uh, has been elongated, and also, uh, sort of grind it in such a way that it mimics sort of iron paste uh, layers of, uh, of um, windows in the, the gateway. So the proposal was rejected. Over the years, I have been rejected many, many times before. and. Rejection, to me, it's not really a, a, a big, big deal because the sense of feeling sort of uh, disappointed uh, is fleeting, it comes and it goes. But on this occasion, after the rejection, there was a, a young scholar who wanted to go to koto to further studies and koto happens to be uh, where constant Shears went to and she wanted to write an account about the whole sort of uh, the whole sort of uh, incidents and she told me that she would like that to be published somewhere so to be polite courteous i contacted constance and said would you mind if you know, this is uh, written up and published and she said no because uh, the intellectual property is yours and moreover the library never paid you a cent, so what? don't worry, okay. But after a few more days, she then wrote to me and said, no, the library board would rather you don't do it. And I think it, it, uh, all this is because at that time there was a strong campaign to save that old library, and, that, and this is what happened. Okay, from this particular incidence, I got to learn many things. And learning is actually uh, an aspect that always foregrounded in my own practice. So you always look at the positive sides. Um, So that, that rejection was Nothing really. I was pretty sanguine about the whole, whole thing. But when I was told that Jinin Tang couldn't, they would rather she would wouldn't sort of uh, publish that article that she was preparing, and I was sort of a little bit angry. So to. To sort of uh, answer uh, that sort of uh, refusal to, to publish the article, I then thought, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to hold an exhibition, and, which is this, to, to put together many things which are erased, mislaid, rejected, and then I'll revisit some of uh, the, you know, rejection sort of uh, related work. So when I started doing that, I realized that there was a lot more than what I thought. Many things that I actually have forgotten uh, about it, but suddenly all came out and a lot of my colleagues, my friends started to send me stuff and said, look, what about this one? What about that one? And this is uh, actually a few, there are four pieces altogether. Altogether, I posted after folding, I posted uh, back to Singapore to, to, hoping that it would be uh, exhibited in the Modern Art Society annual show, because uh, I had one, before I went, went overseas, I was an, a, a member of the society. There's another proposal which was rejected, and this is the old Tao uh, Nan School which was earmarked for uh, Asian Civilization Museum. And incidentally, Daonlan also is a primary school where my father went, went to. So this building has a, a sort of uh, many layers of meanings to me. And I made a proposal, uh, promise not to damage anything it was rejected. I also painted the image of Lu in the old La Salle, which is in uh, Mombatan campus. And one day someone contacted me and said, the college decided to whitewash it. And they did. That's it. Mainly because this Lu Xin was holding a cigarette and they're trying to ban smoking on <laughs> campus. And after that sort of whitewash, uh, some of the students then uh, staged a, a vigil and re sort of using paper to paint on it and leave it there for overnight, like uh, having a wake for the loss of that image. This one was actually on uh, Bukitima campus uh, when NIE was you know, still in Bukitima. And I have a, a sort of a, a makeshift spirit level to face on Lu Xun's eyebrows because one of the sort of couplets that he wrote was, uh, you know, I position my uh, eyebrow horizontally and I'm prepared to face the thousand pointing fingers. But I think uh, I, I, I never try to explain what it means to in to my audience uh, because by over-explaining, you actually take the pleasure out of their own reading of the work. Singapore River. Before my show at the sculpture square, uh, I took a long walk from the mouth of Singapore River and trying to find the uh, the beginning of the river, the source. And as I walk upstream, the river disappear under uh, slabs of concrete, which is here. And there, and then I make another five by five. Uh, you probably know that if I drawn with ink or whatever, I could be arrested, defacing public space. So this actually was uh, masking tape and uh, a a special kind of string, which is uh, what they use for Chinese uh, craft of uh, making decorative knots. So I could take it away after about two months before this uh, Singapore River sort of walk, uh, we took my mother, which then you know could still walk, uh, to my ancestors' temple in Fujian province in China. And there I we got to meet people that we never met before. And and strangely, you know, a lot of the, those faces reminded me of uh, my grandfather. And it's facing the sea. Um, w- when I first went to England, for the first six months, I didn't get to see any water, any sea. That was in Birmingham, and. We were going to uh, an exhibition in Liverpool you know, one day and the moment we got to Liverpool, I saw the, the sea and I was so happy. I, don't, I, I can't describe it, it's just... So I thought maybe because I was born and brought up in a small island surrounded by seas, I think it actually went even further. So there, I also made a five-by-five piece. Okay, there's a a word here that I must talk about, and that's rejected. Technically speaking, the work couldn't be rejected because in, in the constitutions of, or the rules in of the modern art society. Once you become a member, you don't get to uh, your work uh, being sort of a screen and see whether this is accepted or, or rejected. Uh, and as far as I can remember, you know, being with the society for a couple of years, there was never you know, uh, a selection process to accept or reject sort of uh, members' work. So, in a sense, the reject- rejection here actually refer to uh, what my dear friend Ho Ho Ying actually wrote and sent me, and later on uh, published in a book, and later on I enlarged. The text into three huge paintings, four actually. You see, my memory is gone. Four. That's how it was uh, displayed in the sculpture square. Very primitive, very sort of uh, low tech. So, in order to, um, on the the outside of Scapash Square, we actually painted uh, Lushin again, and this time his smoke actually was uh, rendered in neon lights. It actually goes up and down. Earlier on, I mentioned that uh, learning, uh, learning and sharing it's uh, very much part of uh, uh, an integral part of my work and I'm going to sort of talk a little bit about this. This particular work actually started in the uh, National Museum Art Gallery first. And what happened is I hand embossed 60 sort of uh, pieces of blank paper and during the opening and in 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 this case is uh, uh brother joseph actually uh opened the show by walking through and there were two musicians uh playing flutes they did it for you know during the before the 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 start and then during the walking they started to Uh, play very vigorously for about 10 to 15 seconds. And it was during those uh, 10 to 15 seconds that these participants would go forward and use a piece of charcoal and instantly make 60 drawings. So the participation by others, uh, in the work process is also another uh, another important part of my work. So after that, you see on on the uh, wall there, there, 60 drawings completed in 10 to 15 seconds. This is what it looks like close up. If you use the, you know, the side of the uh, soft charcoal that one actually was done in simply three strokes one two three no more and that was the idea but uh, it didn't turn out that way the people have their own mind then it went to Sydney in a small sort of a commercial gallery which I was part of uh, the stable for, for a while. Before that, it, it was in Brisbane, and this one is in Perth, in the PICA, Perth Institute of, of Contemporary Art. And you see this uh, again, in a, we have two floatists uh, playing. When the project w- was uh, carried out in Singapore, um, I had to actually do a demonstration to the participants and showing them, this is how you do it. Uh, I have to talk to the participating musicians about what, do, what we should do. And interesting enough, when by the time I got to Perth, the two musicians, before I tried to explain, they said to me, I think I know what you mean. I know what you wanted. And I said, okay, tell me. And they said, you want us to use a floor piece as as a score to play? And I said, yes, but can I have a request? When the people were sort of participating in drawing already, could you do 10 seconds very vigorously? And they'll go forward and 60 drawings would be complete completed there and then. And afterwards, we swept away. The use of Lushin image wasn't sort of uh, only happening in Singapore. I think when this is what happened in Sydney. In the uh, a gallery called Street, Street Levels, uh, which is in a very rough area in black town in, in Sydney, and we sort of uh, made these two, two uh, lusins, two images, it probably could be described as anamorphic because only when you get to one point that you could see the complete image and not sort of out of joints. And the, the, the spot where you, where, where the audience can see both images, you know, from from that one and the other corner is exactly where that uh, homemade pooper scooper sort of uh, stands. And because it's actually been used, so it, it also smells. So in order to see the whole picture, sometimes you have to experience you know, that smell. And we had a little sort of uh, event where my friend, who incidentally was the uh, techs, the, the university driver and myself, both playing wobble board. He was doing the music, musical instrument wobble board and I was balancing on my warper boards. This was in sort of around, I can't remember, 207 in Singapore. There are many sort of slogans that, you know, one experience uh, living in Singapore. And this is actually two two, uh, campaigns put into one. One is uh, uniquely Singapore and the other one is Very cool, C O O L. Incidentally, the Fei Chang Ku was the slogan to promote speaking Mandarin, and yet they use C O O L instead of Ku. And the other one is, of course, uh, Uniquely Singapore. That's the tourist board uh, sort of. Headline. I think very often in, in, in my work, uh, it's full of over-subtle sort of uh, gestures and perhaps also euphemism. You know, many, many people learn sort of uh, how to paint bamboo for many, many years but very few would would um remember there's a saying you know if you look at bamboo as being hollow hollow in chinese is ashi uh, meaning to be humble to be to be uh to be um, sincere and not uh Yes, to be humble, you would find that while you're painting bamboo, all those kind of uh, reminders would always come into you, you know, as you work. And I don't know whether how many in the contemporary ink painting people actually were cogitating, you know, outside the ink and brushwork. In in Chinese, uh, the word for leader is collar and sleeve ling shou. And uh, if you have a piece of uh, garment, the the first the first uh, thing that shows uh, signs of being sort of uh, torn or is the ling, the, the collar and the sleeve. And I remember reading somewhere that says, you know, if you, if you have a shirt and you keep on wearing it, the, the, the parts that will go, they will get torn first, are the collar and the sleeve. And perhaps in society, it's also the case, the Ling shuo, the the leaders get corrupted quicker than the sort of yard. Uh, Those are the signs that, you know, the umbrella that says, don't get wet, this way up, fragile and I borrow them. In this piece, the Tang is the the the, sip, the, the, the character they use in the pawn shop outside. So you notice the on the left hand side there's a little little drawer. Actually, have have uh, a little drawer. When you pull it out, it has the character say Shang. Shang Dang means you are tricked. On the other side, this one, actually, another drawer, what you pull out, it has the word Dai. So if you read Dang Dai, which is contemporary, so we don't know whether contemporary art or whatever, are we being tricked? Are we being taken for a ride? But of course, there are other readings, you know. The the cowries here uh, is to replace a part of uh, Chinese writing. And so, like for, in- for instance, you know, the, 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 when you open it up, there's a compartment with a card which tells you what that word means. The, the water would drip from the top because water always finds, you know, sort of a going down, and eventually would end up in the kettle, which is being boiled. When the, when the water is boiled, there's steam hitting the bottom of the glass top with the steam, you then see the picture of Lu Xun. Without the steam, you can't see anything, just just like those blind embossed uh, uh, drawings. And of course, Lu Xun is, uh, is not far from Hangzhou. This is in the China uh, Academy of Art, which uh, I stay for about three, four months uh, during uh, that time. My, before going to Hangzhou, the Hangzhou that I, you know, the image of the Hangzhou that I have is from textbooks that I studied uh, in, in high school. And of course you get disappointed, you know, uh, once you're, th- you're there, it's so noisy. It's not, not as poetic as what uh, one would imagine. And um, um, this work actually came from t- two lines in a poem by uh, uh, Li Sang which is, uh, and the two line, um, uh, I, and I usually translate it very rigidly to get another kind of kick of it. It's uh I purposely keep the dry lotus leaf in order to listen to the sound of raindrops, which is absolutely beautiful and and he wrote that because he was homesick he was being i think being demoted or whatever uh, and so this was also uh I think alluded to you know the kind of uh, teaching in in the Chinese Academy, uh, which is uh, had a very very uh, rigid structure. On second year, every kid had to had to uh, to be able to render to shading uh, of. Uh, this Voltaire, uh, you know, the, the bus. The neon in that rice bowl, it uh, has the word of poetry. Put the poetry in a rice bowl, I think this, uh, I think I'll go quickly for the remaining slides. This is the book that I, uh, Cecily and Carnegie worked together when, when I was here, and I held uh, an event in Plastic Kinetic Worm in in Singapore and in many other cities too, if you hold an exhibition and the the work is not sellable at all, or you're showing a sort of a, a ephemeral sort of uh, material, uh, no work sometimes to be so, it's very tough that you have to come up with uh, money to arrange the space, to print the invitation, catering and all that, and I, this project trying to suggest that perhaps we can borrow a very very uh, common sort of practice among the Chinese when, when people get uh, married instead of uh, giving them uh, sort of presents they all give ang pao and I remember, I remember before I went away in the early seventies, the standard was about ten dollars. So when I came back after many many years, uh, I knew that if you give them ten dollars, people will love it. You, so you know, it's, the indexation is sort of automatic. It's everyone knows, and and sometimes you know people also know that if. If the event is staged somewhere, you, you give a bigger ang pao and so on. So I was trying to borrow that into the arts that if a young artist that uh, makes works and wants, wants to show it in a, in a gallery, perhaps we could all give them ang pao. So in this case, I invited some guests and saying to them that you have to pay, give me a an pao to pay for your own food and drink, and we had a good time, and that's what happened here. <laughs> the invitation actually say, if you want to join in, you know, for, and it was it was also a, a good excuse after many years, uh, staying away to to get together with with good friends and colleagues. Maybe this is the text which is responsible for me, being asked to be part of the Lim Cheng Ho catalog. It was vandalized. So in in the article that I wrote, I said the word rejection in Chinese sounds a lot more severe. It actually, it says that maybe you are rejected, you, are, uh, you lose face and you you know, other sort of uh, connotation of being rejected. Between Ho Ying and I, we actually talked uh, and discussed work quite frankly, and there was never any sort of uh, bad feelings between two of us. In fact, we, Ho Ying proposing pr- proposed that uh, we wanted to set an example that people could, talk about work, you know, uh, openly and rigorously. So, so I, every time I saw Ho Ying, he was apologetic about that five by five being rejected. And I told him that it's, you know, it's part of the everyday. I have to, I can't resist, Putting carnagas. And this is uh, the hook that those workers use to, you know, to carry sacks of rice before the crane and containers on Singapore River. To me, that is my Singapore River. I often like to finish my talk with these slides because it says. Exactly the way you know how I practice as an artist. Thank you. I I believe there's a Q and A. Maybe we should go to a gobiadium it's better.
2: We take the opportunity for you to ask any questions. Um, we've got about 10 minutes of questions, so please. Hi, nice to meet you today. Oh, by the way, I'm Freddie from NUS. Right. Uh, I would like to ask you a question um, since you mentioned about rejection. As an artist yourself, what structure would you prescribe uh, rejection with? I mean, how do you view rejection? If you view rejection? is something that can take form of a structure. Thank you.
1: I, I, I don't know uh, if I understand the, the question. Let, let me talk about the benefit of being rejected. Okay, would, would that, Maybe that would help to, to answer your question. When I was rejected for that project conversation with Ian Pei, I spent a lot of resource and time, and I wasn't compensated, okay? There's no rejection fees, or there's no no invitation fees, if you like. Okay, so from that incident, by the time that I was uh, invited to make a proposal for the Terminal 3 in Changi Airport, I insisted that there should be a clause. If eventually they decided not to use it, they have to pay me a certain amount. And yes, I I told them that I won 5,000, and they were shocked. They said, cultural medallion, medallion win only asked for 1,000. And you are not even cultural medallion winner and i said no no i i don't measure it my you know that way. I just calculated how much time and resource I put in you know to come to this proposal and and I think it's very reasonable so uh, so yes, there are many many positive things that can happen uh being rejected. Yep. Have I answered your question? Not. Not to mention that right. re- rejection actually, rejection actually, helped to generate new work, have new insights about, you know, about the world.
2: Yes, I don't understand. But uh, what I really meant was that uh, if rejection, rejection can take a form. What form would you give rejection? Like, what kind of uh, physical properties would you associate rejection with? (laughs) Void. That means you show (laughs) nothing? All right, thanks.
1: I'd like to ask you some background about the two works we have in the gallery. One is five by five inch deep. Could you tell us how came about the first iteration and um, the connection with the Singapore River you have illustrated. The other piece is that block of wood with the washing board. Ah. Maybe you could tell us what inspired it and how you came to make it. Mm. Thanks. Yes, this morning I was uh, at the the curator's uh, sort of talk and uh, it, it's a piece of work which was done. I, I talk about the the wood first. It was done uh, between my uh, first degree and graduate studies, uh, which was a pretty short period, you know, in Singapore, and. You probably noticed that a lot of uh, material that I chose to use usually uh, are not very connected to the sort of conventional sort of art material where you buy from the art shop. And my grandfather's old house happened to have a a tree trunk that was there. And the washing board in some way it's something to do with my mother. My, my mother uh, used to do the hand washing for the whole family, which is, I have uh, seven siblings, you know, seven boys and one girl, and my father and all that. And it's only when you are away for four years, coming back and having to do your own washing that you appreciate uh, what she did. So it's a very private thing. I, I, I usually don't want to talk about it, but on this occasion, I mentioned quite a few sort of uh, uh, encounters in a, uh, between sort of me and my mom. So that's the context. After I left uh, for, my postgraduate studies, I, I honestly didn't know what would happen to that block of wood. And this morning I heard that it, they stay in the basement somewhere in the museum for 10 years without being looked at. Eventually they excavated it. And I was very pleased that, very, very happy that uh, they do it. So the, the, the museum then said, why don't we do it in a size on paper and, and take this as a sort of a donation? I said, great, why not? And that's what, how it happened. About the five by five uh, inch tip. I don't know how to talk about it, honestly. I think it came from a lot of uh, walking around, in you know, streets uh, in Heartland and seeing how sort of uh, some, some of the sort of old people having to survive in collecting cardboards and it, 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 uh, it hurts. So I just wanted to, to cut and I'm I'm a coward. I can't cut myself, so I cut into National Gallery's floor and wall. And I'm I'm very very uh, sort of uh, thankful that uh, the National Gallery actually agreed to to proceed with that acquisition. Have I answered your okay? Sure. Your five by five, I understand that when it was first put up, it was called the Singapore River. How does it relate to the Singapore River? The the communication I had was not exactly an application for that work to be shown. So we talked about many things. You know, five by five is the instruction, and uh, I also stated. And, and I, I must thank uh, my dear friend Ho Ying because I, I I wouldn't be able to answer you this question if he didn't sort of uh, give give me the uh, photocopy of the letter that I send them because I don't keep photocopy, and that's uh, that's in 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 those letters you know we discuss about. Uh, many sort of possibilities at that time when I was a student and five by five in Singapore River, click. So when I came back to do that book called the uh, uh, Thought and Processes, Rethinking the Singapore River, it's, uh, it I think it's also related to, you know, alluded to, to those, uh, the proposal that I made. To be honest, I'd actually, if, if it wasn't because of that rejection from uh, National Library Board, I, I forgot about those uh, rejected pieces. And you might ask, why, why do you make those four paintings so big? There's a story behind it. Uh who is here, was in Paris. And she was the president of the Priming Society. For the very first time, the Priming Society was given the opportunity to stage a show in STPI. And Shoktin said, I'm not going to be around, so could you help to curate the show? Uh, I can't say no to Shoktin. So I said, OK. And then I was told, We've chosen the work. I said, Well, I, you asked me to curate the show and you already have chosen the work. So I said, maybe you, you, you shouldn't call me a curator. Just call me uh, something else. So they said, yes, but you have to write something for the catalog. I said, okay. So I said, uh, can you show me some previous catalogs so that I know what is in it and what actually, so that I won't do something too, too different from, from yours. And I saw all the catalogs, the type was so tiny I couldn't read. And the person that was, I was talking to he said, "Ah, oh, don't worry, people don't read anyway. <laughs> so that, that's the reason behind wanting to blow up that Ho Ho letter into such huge paintings.
2: We have one more question here.
0: Uh,
1: I've known uh, Chai
0: Hien a long, long time, uh, since England. I think one of the appeal of Chai Hien's work is that he always makes us think things are new and not accepting. That's why all these questions on all that, And I think that's useful. But let me quote uh, Picasso, a very interesting uh, comment. It's indirect, you think about it, make you think. Picasso indirectly may help us understand Chai Hien's work even better. I don't know. But I think that my first thought is I should share this, uh, uh, this quotation, something like that. He probably said it in French anyway. Because who said let me say slowly art is a lie. It's a lie, you know. That reveal the truth. Think about it. Art is a lie that reveals the truth. You've been listening to the Padang Sessions from National Gallery Singapore follow us for updates and new episodes every month and to learn more about our programs at the gallery visit nationalgallery.sg our podcast team is erica lai kalisha chia and Tamris go and the music you heard is composed by javon chandra i'm joyce chong thanks for listening